Dicebox's bunker is recorded in Chipuktuk, which is Mi'kmaq, the ancestral and unceded territory of the Mi'kmaq people. As treaty people, it is important for us to be aware of the privilege we have to be able to tell you this story on Indigenous land. Thank you. This podcast may include phobias, isms, violence, self-harm, and even existential topics. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to What's the name of our podcast, Riley? Dicebox Bunker. Welcome to Dicebox Bunker, the only podcast that's supported by nine feet of concrete. I'm Staten, the DM. I'm Riley. I play Arco and In. I'm Ethan. I play Coco Tobacco. And today we're going to be playing the first episode of Gloomers. Ooh. Based. This is going to be fun. <clears throat> so, who wants to go first, Arco or Tobacco? I'll hop straight into it. Okay. Oh, damn. I think you should go first. Okay, I'll go first. I'm explaining my character. Okay. If you watched episode zero, you would know, but I'll do it again. Uh, I'm playing. Yeah, fucking go, go, go fucking back and watch Go back that. episode zero, you fuck. lazy fuck. I know, uh, you're nice to it. our listener. <laughs> Sorry, I love you. So Coco Tobacco, he's a 22-year-old elfer. He is currently a prisoner. He is getting sent to somewhere. He's been exiled from the fucking elf realm. He has, Sad. indeed, for the for crime of, of being infertile. For having bad balls. For oh. having no swimmers in his coom. This is tell. a sad occasion, sad to be sure. Day. Riley, why don't you go ahead and tell us about Arco? Arco Anin is a human philosopher and writer, a creative writer. He's written many poems, many uh, philosophy papers that have... Um, you know, gained him uh, fame throughout the city of Aurora, a human city, and, uh, and rec- infamy. And infamy, yeah. As of recently, he released a paper called Homosexuality, in which everybody uh, immediately assumed that he was having sex with the prince, and being gay is a big no-no in Aurora. Uh, so he has been forcefully kicked out of Aurora and finds himself walking the streets where many a zombie, aka Mumba, live. This sounds great. Do we want to start with uh, with Backo or Backer? Uh, Backer. Backer. Do we want to start with uh, Backer's uh, uh, prison prison carriage ride, or do we want to start with Arco's walking down a road? What would you prefer? We go with either. I, I think I think maybe the carriage ride is all right. Okay. <laughs> Riley, play that uh, ambient music. I got you. Play two different ambient musics, because Ethan put one on too. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and not uh, turn these off. Turn that one off, Ethan. Beep. There we go. Right. That's the noise of it turning off. Yeah. All right. The last thing that you remember, Backer, is a tribunal. You remember standing uh, before a fire at nighttime with hooded figures in front of you, standing on pedestals high above you and giving you their judgment. It's a little foggy. All that you remember right now is something horrible happened, something unjust. And then you remember a feeling of pain and warmth dripping down your back as something heavy and hard hit the back of your head and you fell unconscious and woke up in a cart with three other elves or elfers 
uh, and you're you're cuffed to the wall. You're wearing almost no clothing. You're kind of dirty. You look like you've been dragged through the mud. Uh, and outside, you can see you're passing through some kind of dry, deserty forest. My first question: I wake up. What do these other elfers look like? Sad. There's one that's really old. Uh, there's one that's missing a leg. There's one that is extremely looks very young. Mm-hmm. And there's one that just looks really angry and has red hair. Usually, you all they all have blonde or white hair. This one mm-hmm. has red hair. He's going to look away from those two and direct his attention to the other elves. He's going to be like, gentlemen, what, uh, what, uh, uh, he's having trouble speaking. Right Wait, now. Which he's ones having, are you addressing? Uh, the ones that are not deformed. <laughs> <laughs> the old one and the angry one. The old one, the angry one. Yeah. And the young one. He's and the, the young, young one. one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The old one. That, so you're just, you're just turning away from the one that's missing a leg. Yeah. Well, it makes sense why he's here. Okay. Cool. What a cool thing to say. So, <clears throat> uh, and you address them? Yeah. Gentlemen, where, where, where are we? What's going on? I think there has been a mistake. Uh, I should not be here. The angry one looks at you and goes, <laughs> and the, the young looking one looks at you and goes, <laughs> and the, the old one, oh, the old one spits out some kind of wad of chewing drugs from his cheek right out of the ground. You're going to the place where no one comes back, Sonny. But I don't know what you're talking... I, 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 what do you mean? Ooh, this one's not too much of a wise one. I, am, I, have, I have blood dripping down the back of my head. I have a concussion, I think. I don't know what's going on. He, like, smacks you on the cheek. Oh. So, no, not in a hard way. In like a, he still moans a little bit. <laughs> You are so naive and young. Well, are we getting sent to the green quarter? The one with the fiery red hair looks at you and is like, what do you think? Well, well, you gentlemen look fine. I look fine. We're we're good, right? There has to be a mistake. I mean, maybe the old man over here couldn't perform anymore, but you two look normal. Crossed right through that imperial ambush. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, one with fiery red hair, uh like pulls down like a like a skin flap mm-hmm. under their eye it's like some kind of like surgery had been done there and shows that like their skin underneath this flap is just all black oh like i've got i've got necrosis under the eyes You're sending me away the the child the really small looking one looks at me and was like i'm 45 oh <laughs> oh interesting and the old one looks at you and says, I'm old. Uh, well, and the one without a leg looks at you and says, I don't have a leg. <laughs> well, I do feel bad for the old man. That is a shame. But uh, they call me a legless Larence. I don't care. Shut up. But me, I'm okay. normal. I should not be here. That has been a mistake. The, uh, old and we should respect our elders. The, <laughs> the old one's like, yes, respect your elders. And the the really young one's like, well, if you're in this cart with us, you're not normal. You got something wrong. I am completely normal. The trial's faulty. Look at me. I am a a god among elfers. Okay, well. This is bullshit. And then he calls in the cart. He's like, turn this cart around. I am am falsely put here. The trial is false. Uh, There's like... (laughs) This uh, this elf is sitting at the front of the carriage, just like big, 
fat, greasy elf um, with a gigantic oversized hat that says uh, Prisoner Patrol on it, looks down into the, the cage behind you, and she goes, What are you saying in there? Milady, please, there has been a mistake. What? What's the mistake? I should not be in this cart. I am perfectly physically normal. Oh my god, that's horrible. Yes. I'll, I'll fix that right away. Oh, thank you. It's finally someone with some... She pulls down her pants and farts into the cage. Oh no! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you know how many times I've been told somebody made a mistake? Oh, 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 oh. She gets out a prod and like pokes you with it and zips oh. you under the armpit. He's like, he goes... Oh. Oh, that hurt a little bit. I didn't like that. <laughs> I think it's a good time to switch over to Arco. Yeah. What are you doing? He's walking. Um, he's constantly looking over his shoulder to, like, you know, trying to keep his surroundings very aware. He has fought Mumbas before. He understands, like, you know, where they come out of, you know, be hiding in the bushes and stuff like that. And he sticks close to the road as he walks down it. What are Mumbas? If you just want to give us a little... Yeah, Mumbas are people, often humans, because of their reckless breeding. Um, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> they, they, uh, they don't... Well, they don't breed out bad genetics that create Mumbas, so when they die, their bodies get reanimated in a way that's, you know, filled with a virus that wants to eat people. They are zombies. Um, so... Yeah, so there will just be mumbas wandering the forests randomly. And how humans deal with them is they just have a large military. Like, they're considered quite um, aggressive with their military tactics. And so they just have people who go out and watch the borders of the cities and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. <clears throat> what do you have to defend yourself? Do you, you have a list of items. Are any of them... Uh, like uh, something you could use to keep yourself alive. Uh, yeah, he has an orb of ponderance. That uh, you could throw at them. <laughs> you have a throwing well, orb, a chucking stone. It lets them see things, or roll perceptions on something that are far away. Okay. Uh, is the actual mechanics of it. But um, the idea is that I think it's not actually, I mean, it's probably a little bit of an orb, but it's like a like a looking glass. Mm -hmm. Like you can see through it to magnify okay. things and stuff I like that. I meant like a gun. No, he doesn't have any okay. weapons, but... Um, you he's, know, he's fought Mumbas before with his hands. Okay. Like, he's not, he's mm. not, uh, like, he doesn't not know what he's doing, so I'm trying to say. Okay. Okay. He's, okay. Yeah, you're walking down a long, long, straight road. Uh, calling it a road is a bit of an exaggeration. <laughs> it's more like a bit of land that has more cars, or, uh, uh carts going over it than usual. Yep. Uh, okay. It's kind of just it's there's vaguely grassy. You're kind of like in a savanna kind of kind of area. Okay. There's some thick, curly trees, mm -hmm. and this bit of this bit of trail is kind of padded down from from wheels, but you can kind of see as f for miles and miles in any direction because of how little shrubbery there is, mm -hmm. uh, and you can see that behind you. Uh, is a cart uh, pulling up, kicking up a bunch of dust, going uh, a blistering 15 kilometers around. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, drawn by uh, four donkeys. <laughs> Ford donkeys? Ford, yeah, four donkeys. 
Um, that is a he, he sticks out his hand and waves and kind of like reaches in front of the cart to get their attention. The, the cart stops and you can see that it's an elf prison cart. Um, he says, oh, um, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, can I get a ride? Is that possible? Now, what are you doing in here without without no protection? You ain't got no gun, no nither, no no lasso, no sword. And what you got? A pondering sword? You gonna oh. chuck that? Like some kind of chucking throwing stuff? Yes, yes. I know it. Uh, it looks bad, but um, I was just kicked out of Aurora, and I was looking for a place to go. So I was just, you just could take me down the road. Anything, anything helps. Well, where are you looking to go? There's not really uh, no settlement from here for another continent's worth of road. Well, um, where are you going? Uh, the Dwarf City. Going to your pleasure, sir. Per- perfect, perfect. Uh, could you take me there? You know, you know I, got, I got a pretty fat ass. I can scooch on over for you if you want. Oh. And save you a little spot. Um, you yes, can sit yes. next to me. Thank you, thank you. He climbs up. Um, as you climb up, you are grabbed from behind uh, by someone that goes, no! and he reactively, like, um, you know, he has a moment of trauma come back to him a little bit of getting grabbed by a Mumbo before, uh, and he looks back to see what it is. And it is it is a mumba. It is uh, it's got green skin that's like fallen off the bone, uh, and it's got this like helmet. It's got this feathery uh, outfit on. It's obviously a long dead soldier from Aurora, and you can see behind it. There's a group of some some more. Okay. The uh, the elf that you are is helping you up. Quickly drops you onto the ground by accidentally reaches for a repeating rifle behind her and fires one like one crack off, uh, like splits the the Moomba in front of you's head in two. Oh, okay. She she pulls on a big heavy like latch that opens the sides of the the prisoner mobile, mm-hmm. and she like shouts out to all of them, "All right, y'all, fight them off, boys! Come on!" And uh, you're freed. Uh, uh, backer, backer, oh. backer, backer. Back. I'm never going to use that. Uh, backer, you are. You and the other men are freed. There are a horde of mumbas nearby. There are some sticks on the outside of the cart for you to grab. What do you do? Oh, because you're going to attack the other ones, right? They're, well, what? Not me. They don't. They don't They're attack gonna attack faulty elfers and me, but. Would no, would, would infertile count as being attractive to the Moombas? No, they're gonna kill, they're gonna get all of you. Like, they're here now. What the fuck? Huh? He picks up a stick. Okay. And he's gonna like wave around, like, oh, have it, you don't know who I am? Do you know who my wife is? This is bullshit. And he goes to crack one over the head. I guess I, I don't know what the whole scene is, but this act will be the, the traveling oh, to yeah. your cluster. So I need yeah. you guys both to roll. See how many wishes you get. Oh boy, we're on D12s. Oh, I got that's left. seven. Wow. Oh, sorry, Nothing. I forgot to go in the paper. I also got seven. Oh, yo, yeah. No. So you just put that if you got a seven, you just put that on the seven in your mm-hmm. little clock that you have. Oh, okay, and you'll move that down every time you use a wish. Okay, cool. <clears throat> hitting something over the head. What are, you, what are you trying to do with the hitting it over the head? I'm trying to fucking break its skull. You're like you're doing a killing, yeah. I'm gonna say it's a big stick. It's a pretty sturdy branch. That's a, that's a, that's two, two wishes. Okay. Boop, boop. Of guts. So what's your max, what's your max guts? Max guts is three. So you're good. 
Okay. Yeah, you you crack it over the head mm-hmm. uh, and break. It's got like this helmet on. Yeah. Right. They've all got these helmets on and these like colorful feathers all over their bodies. The yeah. Shiny blue helmet. But the helmet looks old, like real old. And when you smack it over the head, you basically crumple it in on its own skull. Uh, and uh, the Moomba falls mm-hmm. dead. Double dead. Extra dead. They're already dead. Double dead. Finished. <laughs> you finish it off. Finish off this guy. And he falls onto the ground before you. Mm-hmm. Uh, before another one trying to like leaps out at you and grabs your arm. Mm-hmm. is about to bite you. Uh, Arco. You're on the ground because you got dropped. Mm-hmm. Neck, right next to uh, a Moomba. It's like caved-in face is like two inches away from your face. Yeah. It's dead. Uh, it is still scary. Mm-hmm. And there's two more two more Moombas uh, that are kind of like shambling towards you while this uh, this elf lady is reloading her, uh, her gun. Yeah, I'm going to in a, like, I'm going to reactively get up um, and it's like the Moomba's also on the ground. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to get up and like as I'm getting up, I'm using it to like, I'm pushing it down as I'm getting up mm-hmm. to like keep it. Sure, yeah. Getting getting up with me with my one hand, by the way, I have one hand if, I, if you didn't yeah. watch the setup. Um, so like with my with my left arm, I'm going to push myself up and with my right arm, I'm going to force it to stay on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's logical, yeah. Um, and I guess my goal is to get back in the cart. Yeah, you're gonna climb up the cart. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you. I'll let you just climb up a cart. Okay. <sighs> so you got these two more. There's one that's also gonna start slowly climbing up with you behind you, and then there's uh, another that's gnawing on the front tire. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is like, like, could I roll perceptions? You can roll. Per- yeah. So there's perceptions and there's impressions. Mm-hmm. Perceptions is like literally what do you find with your senses, and impressions is what do you find with your mind. Yeah. You can roll those literally whenever you want, at any time, as many yeah. times as you want. <clears throat> You're not just not over and over again trying to get something helpful. That's <laughs> no cheesing. Yeah, um, yeah. I just wanted. To, I think Arco in this situation he needs to get his bearings because he didn't even realize there was like mumbas in the back until yeah. a second ago. Um, he wants to understand the situation so what what are you what are you scanning the environment um yeah i'm trying to get a grasp of my surroundings okay. and i rolled a three so i got tone oh my sound tone. <clears throat> you can hear things for miles and miles away here this is it does strike you as strange that they managed to get this close to you because they're not quiet yeah that is something um it sounds like open air. If there was any place that was ruled by the sky, this would be it. It's mostly sky where you are. Yeah. And dust. You, there's the sound of wind and the sound of quietness and the sound of clouds shifting. And that's about it. It's an extremely quiet place. Okay. Um, I'm gonna look over at the driver and say, uh, "Do do you have a uh, weapon I can take?" Uh, she hands you a pitchfork. Thank you. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be hard to use. Uh, cracks it over her knee and gives you just the head of the pitchfork. Yeah, yeah. Something that's a little more one-handed. Um, yeah, and, and as, like I'm gonna reach down on the side of like 
the side of me and if there's any mamas near my goal is to fend them off I yeah guess. you're stabbing the one that's climbing up with you okay yeah <clears throat> becker yes you just kerplonked a mumba and another one is grabbing your arm about to bite you okay uh can i try to like look around who is around me the old the old mm-hmm. guy yeah hasn't moved yet looks like he's still getting up the young one has ran away uh, up the road in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the uh, fiery red one is currently picking a, picking up a, a stick, just like you are. The one without a leg is building a crutch. Is building a crutch? Is he close to me? Uh, yeah, he is. I'm going to fucking... This is going to be an asshole move. I'm going to do this anyways. He's going to spin... Uh, the Moomba round trying to crash it into the guy. What the fuck? He's trying to get it off! <laughs> but no leg. This, this fits. It yeah. does fit, yeah. I'm gonna see if there's anything bad I can give you. <laughs> okay, hold on. No, but this is with the, that my character's doing what my character would do. No, no, I know he is, but uh, that's immoral. <clears throat> I don't know, man. That seems like a mental affliction. No, it isn't. You're fine with this. Damn, okay, so you get away with it. Well, you can okay. still give him... Like, I don't know. People around me can see, like, what con- the fuck, this guy's an asshole. Right? Yeah, your consequence is a mental affliction because you know that that's wrong. And you've gaslit yourself into thinking that that's okay. So go ahead and write mental affliction. You throw this Moomba into this guy and he just goes careening into the cart and he gets his carotid ripped out because he threw a zombie on him and he's getting eaten alive and just shreds going everywhere. That's it. That's it? You gotta go kill that Moomba now. Oh shit, okay. I'm gonna try to sneak up behind it with- I'm gonna pick up another stick, I'm gonna sneak up behind it and try to stab it. The stick. Stab it with the stick? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll let you stab a Moomba with a stick. That's eating the fucking uh, legless guy right now. Oh. I go up and just stab. Okay. He might be okay, who knows? He might be alive. Yeah, I'll let you- I'll let you stab him. Yeah, the Moomba, you stab- where do you stab it? I'm gonna be like around the try to like aim for the neck area, like backish. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Sure. I'll let you you stab it and you kill it and it's dead there. Okay. No wishes. No. No wishes for stabbing it. No wishes. It was. No <laughs> it was a luck connection, right? So yeah. yeah it's, like, it's that's not tough. Like you could do that. It dies. It dies. I'm gonna try to like move it away and be like, look at the guy. He's dead. Super turbo dead. If you were the world's greatest trauma surgeon, you would not be able to save this man. He's like, hmm, well, shouldn't have lost his leg, and then he turns around. The one with the red hair is, like, looking at you with the most, are you serious, my brother? (laughs) (laughs) He's going to ignore him. He's going to look at him and be like, you shrug? <laughs> He's gonna shrug. Yeah. Do I do I see any of this from the front of the car? Uh, if I you see them? yeah, you could, they're they're on they're not behind. They're just to the right. Okay. Um, I would like to get impressions of Ethan's character. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, roll impressions. First time I've ever seen him. <clears throat> your soul. What your soul is telling uh, you about this person? Yeah, yeah. This person is. Do you want me to do it in a voice? Yeah. Yeah. yeah what, what, what's what's uh what what does Arco's soul sound like? Sounds like warm and inviting, whatever that means to you. Arco, this, this Elfer is obviously very hurting inside. 
this arc, this, 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 this is just a child lashing out. You should hug this person. This person needs a hug. Do you think uh, I could help him doing that? A hug can help anyone, Arco. This person is lonely. Don't you see it in in his eyes, Arco? Yes. His tears are mixing with his sweat and blood on his face. Wow. <laughs> okay. How do we? So, those, what are those two rules? You have to explain this to me because you guys never explain those two to me. Where you speak with your own emotions and you. Yeah. So you you can roll perceptions and impressions whenever you want. Okay. Perceptions is like literally like that's how you investigate stuff. That's how you get knowledge from your environment. Impressions, you roll it, and it'll. It'll either be like, for you, it'll most likely be your guts. It could be your soul or your nerves. Those are different parts of your personality that will talk to you to give you information. Okay. Right? So, what's it called? In, interpretate? Impression? Impression, Impression on your okay. page. Oh, thank okay. you. I didn't know that was there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So those are those are some of the things you roll. Okay, so perception is just like the things around you and impression is okay, gotcha. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry. Do you want to roll that for Arco? You yeah, can, can, I'll roll that yeah. for Arco. He takes he's, a he's side he takes a side look aside this glance. person. He's look you like you're looking at each other like uh <laughs> like uh, Owen Wilson <laughs> and Ben Stiller. <laughs> yeah. I got a I got a Zoolander too. I got a four. Yeah. I got guts. You got guts. Whoa. Guts is your just imp- immediate, like, instinct yes. feelings. What does your guts sound like? Guts? Uh, it's a very deep, kind of, like, very straightforward, blunt. Okay. Like, <clears throat> this is stu- fucking stupid. Gay. <laughs> that one is gay. That one sucks penises. Uh-oh. We like that one, but also we don't like that one. It is conflicting. Uh, he is human. Yes. We'll default to don't like. Don't frown like. now. Frown. He. Okay. Yes, I will frown. Thank you. And then he frowns. <laughs> Arco, okay. you look over at this person and your soul tells you that this is, your wistfulness tells you that this is a, a hurting individual who needs a hug. Mm-hmm. They look at you and they scowl with homophobic <laughs> rage. Why is that homophobic? Your guts is homophobic. What can I say? My guts is homophobic. Yeah. Why'd you say it was good then? It was like, that he's gay. This is good. <laughs> it's also bad and conflicting. Oh, yes. Your guts can't think that deep. You're so right. it defaults to hate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Am I like, did, did I successfully fend off this mumba? Because I know I was fighting it with the pitchfork. Yeah, let's say you did. Okay. I think at that point, then I'm going to get out now that I'm armed. Okay. And I want to help them. Okay. Specifically, I want to help this guy who needs a hug. Okay. Do you go over and give him a hug? Not yet. We can kill the mumbles. This guy's gay. This guy's gay. I'm not going to say that. Yeah, climb out, uh, find Amir's mumba, and try to pin it to the ground with a pitchfork. Yeah, there's maybe there's like one straggler left. Mm Mm-hmm. That you like, you take take out. The Mumba's threat is now gone, and the oh. the elf lady is getting ready to to move, keep moving again. Oh, I am uh, I am uh, so sorry. This this almost happened to you. Uh, mm. What is your name? My um, he's still like frowning a little bit. He's like, my name is Coco Tobacco. Oh, um, of the Coco family. Yes, of the Coco. Married family. Uh, the Coco family. Uh, yes, I I know it very well. Uh, my name is Arco. Oh, Arco. Yes. That is an interesting name. Definitely not Elf, but that would make no sense if it was. Oh, yes, um, of course. How do you know my family? I've, uh, well, I was a, a prisoner there. Ah, we treat them well, I hear. 
I hear I don't sure. work the fields. I'm husband number one, you see. It's something that you don't seem to understand that I've been trying to tell you for the past... You know my... Who are you saying this to? <laughs> I'm, the, the, I'm saying it to the woman, the, the, the alpher. Oh. Or the elf, sorry. Oh, oh, the elf. Okay. She's not listening. <laughs> um, I, I think it's best that we uh, get back to where we were going. I do, I do not want to go to the green quarter. I'm trying to say that I want Ar- to go home. Arka looks at the elf uh, quizzically, like, oh, is she going to do something about it? She goes heavily, jumps down from uh, uh, the top of the cart. Hypothetically speaking, I could just she leave. rips you, <laughs> throws you in <laughs> when you start talking. Wait, he's going to be like, wait. Hypothetically. <laughs> wait, but one of, the, one of these literally not here, the boy child one, the 40-year-old boy child, he's gone. Uh, she lifts a piece of paper and scratches a name off of it and then puts it back in her pocket. This is bullshit! You could do that for me! <laughs> uh, now let me do a head count. One, two, three. Yep, that's all of them! Are <laughs> uh, you okay there, Mr. Arco? Uh, yes, I am. Uh, thank you again for the. Uh, yeah, no problem. Here, you want a sandwich? Oh, uh, sure. I want an impression of this elf. Elf. Oh, the elf? Okay, yeah, roll impressions. I want an impression of this elf, uh, because he usually views elves in high respect, so he doesn't really, like, think about it. But this one's a bit of a dick, so he's, like, he's not listening to him, so he's getting frustrated. But that is the society you live. Nerves. Your nerves? What's your... Are you doing impressions? Yes. Okay, your nerves. That's your, uh, you know, excitatory part of your body. That's your cool factor you know that's your what would this what, what would this person think of me what would i what do i think of this person this uh, is your social coolness social coolness Dex- it sounds Dexterity. like someone it sounds like someone who would like cool. drink champagne on like a like a, on a beach on a beach somewhere oh, and be very bougie sounds okay. like a very bougie like on your a nerves beach. your bougie nerves okay Hello. Hello, sound. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Back, you've obviously never met the working class elves. The posterior, the gate of this one's walk, this one's uh, crass tone of voice. Oh, very much uh, exemplary of the blue collars. I've never met like one like that before. Well, maybe you would if you spent less time in the kitchen and more time in the army. Oh, but you know I love the kitchen. I know you love the kitchen and you're good with your hands. However, this is just, I'm just informing you. A lot of the world is like this and you're going to be seeing a lot more of these kinds of people. And then you watch the elf lady spit out something black from her throat. Oh, God. (laughs) I don't want to. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry, Backer. You have no choice. You're going to have to fit in with the common folk. Oh, God. I'm going to return to your spinal column now. Toodaloo. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. I like that guy. (laughs) Oh, God. I gotta write down your, uh... Internal dialogue. So just give me a second. <laughs> they're gonna, they're definitely going to change at some point. I feel like that's inevitable. <laughs> this is amazing. Do you, either of you have any vices that you engage in on a regular basis? Smoking tobacco. He likes he likes a little bit of alcohol. The rest of the drive is pretty uneventful, and it's really really long. You've just been driving south 
like directly south for i don't know a week stopping up sometimes to sleep or or feed the mules or donkeys mm-hmm. but eventually you are sleeping and the uh, yeah make your snoring sounds i really want that in there make arco's snoring sound <laughs> the old guy's like <laughs> and the the one with the red hair is like that's how they all snore <laughs> uh, eventually you you make it it's called the hall of the ancestors everyone knows about this place this place is legendary it's where the mountains were cleft in twain to make a, a gateway into the caldera of the mountain that has the dwarven city resting inside of it. You can see it in your mind's eye. You can see it in Minecraft. (laughs) (laughs) Two enormous carved stone slabs um, that apart the the rocky side of the mountain, not unlike Moses parting the Red Sea. Just two enormous, unfathomably large, perfect rectangles uh, splitting this mountain. Uh, it's about half a kilometer long because this is an entire mountain range. Yeah. And it's perfectly mathematically straight. And once you approach, there's a couple of stairs. Uh, once you approach, you have to stop. The The elf gets down, wakes up Arco, uh, opens up the... The, the, the prisoner section. The elf tells you to, tells you all to get out. All right, this is the end of the line, Mr. Arco. Thank you for keeping me company. My left thigh was very warm the entire ride. Uh, uh, yes, uh, thank you. Um, I have uh, grown to enjoy our uh, trip. Thank you. Okay, yep, it was a really good time. And she walks over to, uh, to a dwarf who hands who uh, hands her a, a big fistful of money and she she packs up and, and leaves up the same road. And so now it's just a bunch of elves and one guy standing in front of these enormous stone... They look like pillars, but they're so, like, their Z-axis is stretched out, yeah. basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're, you're in front of this place. If you've ever seen the Vimy Ridge Memorial, yeah, it looks um, a lot like the Vimy Ridge Memorial, yeah, but uh, long, just it's a wrapper, <laughs> yeah, just goes. This place's architecture is spectacular. Is that what you think? Let's find Let's out. Find Roll out. impressions <laughs> to see if that's actually your opinion. <laughs> I got guts. You got guts. No, yeah, I got. You got six. Is that I a six? Guts. Yeah, I got guts. What does football dad say? This place is so big. It must have taken multiple people to make it. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is big. It's really big. uh, Yes, you're right. Can you tell me anything else? I have a sinking suspicion that uh, if you go in, you won't come out. It's making me scared. Have you ever seen Finding Nemo? It's kind of like that. (laughs) Oh, God, not Finding Nemo. I have a feeling like I want to turn around and leave. That's a good idea. Alrighty, let's do that. You and me. <laughs> so what he says, what he says, he looks at Arco and he goes, This place is very big. 
it must have taken a lot of people to build. And then he turns around and walks away. <laughs> no, this is all in your head. You're not, like, you're not schizophrenic. You don't have, like, entities. No, I know, I know, I know. But that's, like, he's going to act yeah, okay. thoughts. <laughs> wow. Okay, can I roll impressions now? Uh, just a second. So you turn and you run away. Yes. And one of the dwarves... <laughs> there's one of the dwarves that... Um, they're wearing, like, black uniforms with, like, little hats. They look like, um... Someone who would check if you have a ticket for the train, that kind mm. of fit going on, uh, and they 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 chase you and they like grab you and pin you down. I don't need a ticket. I have perfect genetics. Get off of me! <laughs> they like <laughs> they like tie you up. He's screaming, and they hand you over to someone big. This person is. Hugh fucking Mungus. This individual is a slab of person. Like, super pale skin, bald head, covered in, like, blue tattoos, and kind of, like, looks like they're frowning, but you straight up can't tell if that's just their face. Uh, pick you up in their big boy hands. Unhand me, you big brute! The, the big brute slings you over their shoulder. Their ah. big purple cape. He's just screaming. He's screaming now. He's kicking and screaming. They don't look like a dwarf or a human. You. This is like if you were marveling at the architecture for a while, you didn't see that this thing is some kind of genetic anomaly. Okay. This yeah. thing, you've literally never. You don't know. Is this a person? Is it a beast? Uh, you have no clue what this thing is. But it is wearing purple, and it is a big thing guy. That's pretty okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, uh, Arco, what's your turn? Yeah, uh, I want to roll impressions yep. of the wall. That's the first thing that happens when I see it. Interesting. Uh, I got soul. Soul. My soul again. You look as you're like walking. Yeah, you're you're not getting away. By the way, uh, backer. <laughs> the, all of the, the the regular dwarves are escorting all of you inside the city. Mm-hmm. More rough with the elves, more gentle with Arco, who is a guest, and they're they're walking with you through the Hall of the Ancients or the Ancestors. It has two names. That that was not a slip up. It's canonical. Okay. Uh, as they're walking you through, <clears throat> you see, uh, all, like carved into it, looks like by like a thousand different artists, are different scenes from history, mm-hmm. uh, and they get. Uh, more and more contemporary uh, as you as you walk mm-hmm. and you see your soul takes note of the amount of anguish that some of these depictions are mm-hmm. especially particularly taking note of the dwarves that are being whipped by humans mm-hmm. and depictions of dwarves in chairs being shaved um, and depictions of you know, bright futures and then depictions of bright futures being crumbled. All kinds of poetry is carved into these these walls. And some of the pieces are absolutely giga-fucking-huge, and some of them are, <laughs> like, the size of a hand. There's all kinds of stuff. Um, so there are dwarves around us? Yes. Are, are any of them, like, are they just all, like, like look like guards, or are some of them... These are, you might actually know what these are. These are just, uh, like, border police. Okay. These are just, like, um, customs officers. Okay. So, I'm going to look, like, I, I don't take my eyes off of this, this wall, I think, the entire time. But he, like, leans over to speak to one of these officers. And he says, um, 
And he's looking at the one with the, the, the humans being depicted as whipping uh, dwarves, and he says, um, do you, do you know what this means? The, the dwarf looks at you kind of curiously. He's like, what do you mean? What does it mean? I've just, I've never been here before. So I was confused about the meaning of, of this depiction is that a, that's a human, right? Oh, man, I don't, I, I'm not a historian. I don't know. This is all just, I mean, it's been around for a long time. We've got a lot of tourists. Um, I think it's one person uh, with a whip and uh, one person not with a whip. That's what I can glean from that, my friend. That is uh, that is the full picture that I can give you. Okay. Um, can I use like a, a cortex wish or something to like understand uh, whether this is a piece of history or somebody's creative art. Uh, that would be an impression, and you'd need to hope that you get the right thing. <laughs> okay. Can I do that? Yeah, you can try. You may have something that lets you... some kind of move that lets you control this stuff. Um, I don't think so, though. Uh, no, no, no. perception is on something far away, but that's different. Yeah. Uh, I got Cortex, though. Cortex? On my impressions. Oh, sick. This is my Ben Shapiro. Brain. Yeah, your, your Ben Shapiro brain. Yeah, what does your Ben Shapiro brain sound like? Um, my Ben Shapiro brain is like, you know, he's he's like humble, but he still like knows that he's more intelligent than everyone else. Okay. Let's <laughs> say read from Criminal Minds. <laughs> yeah. Um, Arco, uh, it's me, your uh, frontal cortex. Oh, uh, yes. Knock knock. Hello. Hello. Yeah, so I just wanted to check in on how you're doing. Um, you're, I see you're looking at some historical pieces right now. Yes, um, I remember uh, reading about this, but I wasn't sure about whether this was a creative piece or actual history. Yeah, so this didn't happen, actually. So this is a really interesting, actually, this is one of the most interesting things in history, in my opinion. This didn't happen, but a lot of dwarves say that it did. And I think... It's part of a like a propaganda thing, you know, like a civil oh. unity kind of thing. But um, yeah, a lot of dwarves depict themselves as like children of slaves. But actually, they broke away from us because they were our friends and they betrayed us. So it's kind of like kind of oh. inverted from what the actual history is. Yeah. yeah. The villainization of our people. Yeah, they villainize us and we did nothing wrong. Okay. I see. Thank you. Oh, uh, you're welcome, Marco. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh. There's a big lake that you have to travel on a boat. Oh, yeah. To get into the... The entire city is underneath the biggest mountain in this range. And before the biggest mountain is uh, a lake. The entrance is through a river, which eventually stops and leads to an underground pathway. Mm -hmm. An underground pathway trails from the cave for a while until you reach the atrium. The atrium oh. is the biggest part of the city. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's also a furniture store. <laughs> the, in the atrium, uh, uh, the cave opens up uh, and you can you can't see the back of it. It's so massive. This is a an, an enormous underground cave. Some of it has been carved out. Some of it's just naturally open. Um, 
but before you you can you can see on the bottom of the atrium there's just houses like so dense that you cannot see the streets <laughs> along all the walls you can see that there are bigger houses and uh, further back you can see that the houses get really really small closer to this looks like an industrial area where there's a lot of smoke and lava being poured all kinds of funny dwarf stuff there's a hill to the another far corner that has um, one gigantic copper building <laughs> and then right smack dab in the middle is this massive like spike of of city it's this portion of city that's inside a ring of a walled ring mm. that just looks like the city goes like straight up it is so so dense and you know exactly what that is everyone knows that in your plesser there are only two things that matter modern people know there's three and those two things is the guild and the humbug are the two most famous things the guild is like the seat of power right now in the Dwarven city. They're the artisans that make all the copper that the city is famous for. They're also where the library is located. They're the center of knowledge. There's also a great deal of conspiracies about them. The humbug used to be the seat of power. Uh, it was the royal fortress that the, uh, the monarchy and their family lived in mm -hmm. until the atrium collapse. The most important event in recent dwarven history and now the entire humbug just this like imagine city stacked like 60 times on top of itself just stretching straight up into the roof of the uh of the cave just city and castle and palace all smashed into one massive pillar of uh of of living area now that's called the humbug now it's an absolute mess. It's a jungle. There are gangs in there. It it is the by far the most dangerous place probably in the world. Oh, nobody enters there. Nobody leaves from there. Uh, there's no lights in there. There's probably no people in there. <laughs> I thought you said there were gangs in there. There's probably no people. In there. <laughs> there are. What there are is gunshots. <laughs> oh. Uh, there's no civilization in there. It is just barbarity and brut brutalism. Both architecture and uh, beating people with a club. Oh, no. That place is super famous. Uh, it's used in a lot of racist newspapers in Aurora as an example of uh, racial inferiority of dwarves. Mm -hmm. uh, it's also just like a really sad part of the city's history mm -hmm. but that's what you see if i were to like describe the geometry of the city a little bit better imagine a square where the top left area is like the entrance okay. the top right is that copper building the guild uh everything else is this unified borough called Marquette. Yeah. And then there are a couple other smaller boroughs that have some credence to them. And the smack dab in the middle is a circle. That's the humbug. And there is no bottom left part of this square. So I guess more of an L shape. We can post cool. an actual map. That'd be cool. I'd yeah, like that. Yeah, we'll get a we'll get an actual map somewhere so you guys will have access to it. It'll be, it'll be nice. The specific geometry doesn't matter so much as the relationship between these places, which 
uh, is, you know, capable of taking on audio form. So yeah. That's lucky. <clears throat> but yeah, that's what you see. Arco, you are heading to the guild. I am, yes. Um, you've been summoned to the guild, or you're just going there? Um... I don't know, it's up to you, I guess. Well, you did decide... It sounded like you decided to go to your oppressor on a whim. Yeah, it's more like I know I know of people in your oppressor, and so it's a place that I can be more safe in, whereas, like, you know, like I can't go back to my regular human tribes because they're also run by Aurora. Like, I don't have family in my human tribes because we moved to the city, so it's like this, this is... This is, like, the last place you This have. is really... Do you have any option. contacts, actually? Um... I would like to think I have a contact. Can I write in a friendly contact? You can write in a friendly contact. This is a mechanic that lets you will an NPC into existence that is really useful to you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pick a fellow philosopher who I can call friend. Okay. Um, and uh, what is what is their name? What do you want their name to be? Are they a dwarf or are they another human? I think they're a dwarf. Okay. There's somebody um, I have had the privilege of speaking to, like one of the few academic dwarves who, you know, go go to other cities and stuff to, like, mm -hmm. gain knowledge. Um, somebody maybe I've written to as well. Um, and, uh, I don't know. Um, what would dwarf names be like? I have, a big, have, I have a big list of dwarf first and last names. DJ. Okay. Uh, what do you think of Album Ashpatcher? While you're doing this, I like guys. Album Ashpatcher. Yeah. While you're doing this, I'm gonna go people. Okay. I'm gonna put an album. Okay, I'm putting an album. There we go. That's really awkward because it was uh, Ethan's turn to talk. <laughs> Album Ashpatcher. Yeah. He's a is a fellow philosopher that you know of or know? Like I, does it say that I, we have friend? met, I think, before. Uh it's a person I can call friend. Okay. So I think we've very briefly met and we've written to each other many a time. Okay. Oh. You hit it off immediately, like you had a good time. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> uh unfortunately, Backer, you get no such contact. You're going to the green quarter. Shit. So you 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 watch as the rest of uh, uh, Arco. You watch as the the rest of the elves kind of like go down a different road than you're going down. Oh yeah, is there a moment where I can speak to him before they? Yeah, separate? so you're walking down the there's two the two main streets um, of of your place like the kind of like highways I guess would be Market mm -hmm. Street, which goes from the entrance through the borough of Marquette to the guild. Mm -hmm. That's where all of the trade happens. That's where all of the businesses are. Then there's one that splits halfway down Market Street, goes straight down to the rest of the city. Uh, way more of like a utilitarian kind of road. Uh, and that is Casba Street. So he's going to he's gonna go down Casba Street. You're going to the end of Market Street. Mm -hmm. So you'd be like in Market <clears throat> when you say goodbye. Okay. Among the buildings. Um... Oh, um, I just mm. wanted to uh, say something to you, uh, Backard, is it? Yes. Yes. Um, I uh, wish you the best in the green quarters. I know it can be hard. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm sure we will uh, see each other in the future. I will try to not be here long, child of man. Hopefully I can uh, get out of this mess. I'm sure I can talk to somebody and they can realize there's been a big mistake. 
Yes, well, um, all the best. And if you uh, need something, of course, I will uh, try, try and be in contact with you at some point. Well, I would never ask a man for help. But if the event comes up where I am desperate, <laughs> if the event comes up that I am desperate, I may give you a call. Ah, yes, I understand. Yes, goodbye, uh, Mr... Arco. Arco. Goodbye, Mr. Arco. Arco, you walk up to the steps of a shiny, polished, academic... There's ivory growing on it. It's like a it's like a university mixed with a research lab, mixed with a library, which is looks the same as a university. Yeah. Also mixed with a cool fantasy building made of copper. Yeah. yeah. And the place is beautiful. You can tell this is where cutting edge thinking happens immediately. Oh yeah. This That's place is exclusive. It's built on a hill. <laughs> um a backer, you go to the closest thing to hell you can find on the planet. <laughs> Green hell. You go to green hell. <laughs> oh, God. You walk through the rich streets of Marquette, then through the suburbs of Marquette. Then you get to Gloomerstown, which is the name of the southern part of Marquette. Mm-hmm. It's just slums as far as the eye can see. And then you go into the slums of the slums. And then you go into the slums of the slums of the slums. People are living in dirt holes with a coat as a roof. (laughs) Then you get to the green quarter. What the fuck? (laughs) This is worse than he thought. Or is it? It's a big wooden door Mm -hmm. with a ladder that goes up. That's how you get in. Uh, Not door, wall. Big wooden wall ladder. And you're uh, seated in front of an elf, uh, an elfer, who's wearing immaculate, immeasurable drip. <laughs> what does he look like? Want to roll an impressions or yeah. perceptions? I'll roll. Impressions would be like what you think of this person's drip, and uh, perceptions would be like what drip in specific. I'll, General senses you. I will. I will do a perception. I also want to see if he's like got anything wrong with him. Sure. Okay, I got a six. That is look. The look of this person? Yeah. That's good. That's what I wanted. Sheesh. Head to toe. Jewelry. Fine silks. Oh. <laughs> Tattoos that are like art on this oh, person's yes. body. Yes. This big nose that looks almost like it's been surgically enlarged. Oh, that's not normal. A belt. <laughs> That wraps around this person's girthy waist and has a big cock and balls as a buckle. Just an enormous penis as a buckle. That's like, gonna... like synthetic, like it moves and stuff. Or no, no, it's not a pe- it's not a strap on or anything. It's just the buckle is shaped like a dick. Is this man just... a beast, dude? <laughs> no, they they give off way more like pimp energy. Oh God. <laughs> Long elven ears, so many earrings, more earrings than ear, and like big fingernails that are painted in gold. My wife told me to be careful of these people. They're the ones that push you in elfer trafficking. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're about to be there. (laughs) They got a little name tag that says, uh... Uh, you can't actually read it. It look it's like spelled a cube. It's like Kremlin. He looks at that. He's like, 
Uh, he's like, hello. Um, that would be Gremlin. G- Gremlin. Heart G. Gremlin. <laughs> With the. What's your words? defect? I don't have one. I was falsely put in. Crime? And I would never do a crime. Loitering? No. Wait. I was loyal to my wife. <laughs> Infertile. And his eyes go wide. He's All the other elfers in line are like, ooh. There's, there's, you big nose. And then he's going to, he's going to roll perception. Or roll, um. Impression. Impression. See how he, oh, okay. How do you want to have a little dialogue with yourself? I do. I want to see how he how feels to see his feel? reaction. Yeah. I got a guts. Guts. <clears throat> he could tell what's wrong with us based off of our scent. That's really weird. I want to hit this guy in his big nose and stick it in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so he's gonna do that. No, no, no. This, you big, you're lying. You just, what did you do that with your little goblin nose? You little. You know, you're right. I am a goblin. And takes out this big gold bar from under the desk, just a solid piece of gold, and slams it on the table. And it just says goblin on it. This, <laughs> this, I don't know how you could possibly be. Proud of that I am no no defense and I and I do calm I, down, silly little guy. I'm not a silly little guy. You're a goblin now. No, I'm not. I'm not a goblin. I come from the Hoko family. I'm very important. Yeah, he addresses the other guys in the line. Do any of you see a Coco family here? And they all shake their head like, wow. That's just why. He's crying now. I don't see no Coco family. All I see is a sad little goblin. Little dicks don't work. My dick does work. I'm going to love to my mom. Holds out a clipboard and says, Do you want the camp or the prison? What's the difference? I'm not allowed to tell you. You just have to say, do you want the camp or the prison? I don't don't want to go to prison. Do you want to go to camp? I do want to go to prison. I want to go to the camp. Are you sure you want to go to the camp? Just tell me what it is. Do you want to go to the camp or do you want to go to the prison? I guess we'll go to the prison because you make it sound cool. We got another one for the prison. You don't know what kind of uh, justice I just did, your boy. Okay, hop in that lap on that ladder. Okay. And he gets on the ladder. <laughs> that was great acting. I'm amazing at this. Oh god, this is my favorite. Yeah, as soon as you get in it, like it's just this fucking shitty dark cave. It's awful, bad. It's bad. There's like a uh, lit up arrow that points one way to camp and a one way that points to prison. 
when you walk down the prison way. You uh, arrive at the early gates yes. of the guild. Yeah. Extremely famous academic institution, uh, which is used by anti-racist newspapers in Aurora to show that dwarves are not uh, inferior. A place I know well, but have never been. Yeah, a lot of stuff gets published here. So you, the the door is also copper. Everything's copper. It's all if if otherwise, unless otherwise stated, is made of copper. Okay. In this place, there's a marble statue that's not made of copper. It might be made of copper. A copper wire frame. Copper wire frame. <laughs> there's, there's, yeah, there's the, everything you can make out of copper is made out of copper here, except bronze. <laughs> uh, you get to these big doors. <clears throat> really tall, like crested doors, really ornate, mm-hmm. covered in runes and symbols. Uh, and you knock on it, and boom, boom, boom. And from behind is like, hello. Um. Uh. D- yes. Um. It is uh, Arco. Arco Anin. I. I have come to uh, speak to oh. a friend of. Uh, I just want to speak to a friend of mine. Um. His uh, name. Do Albon. you have a guild pass? A guild pass? No. I. I'm not. A, I'm, okay. I'm a human. I'm not from here. I'm, Come back when you have a guild pass. No. No. I just need to speak to Album really quick. Tell Album Arco is here. Their little hatch opens and a hand comes out, just like beckoning. Somebody to put something in it. What do you, I, uh, he takes one of his rings off, puts it in the hand. Okay, and you hear like some shuffling around, some like scrounging and scrambling. What does album sound like? Um, I think he's loud and opinionated. Loud and opinionated. Okay. Whatever you want that to be. Yeah. <clears throat> Or they're loud enough, sorry. They're, yeah. This, is this person a dwarf? Yeah. Okay. This person's a dwarf. Yeah, they. No no gender in dwarf society. Yeah. All beard. <clears throat> Arco, is that you? Oh, uh, uh, yes, I, I've, uh, I just, I, I'm looking for a place to stay. I was wondering if you could uh, house me. Yeah, I can house you. Why are you homeless? Oh, it's a it's a very long story. Can I uh, can I come in? I'll, t- I'll tell you everything. I mean, are you busy? It's not like you have a home to clean. You can tell me the story, Arco. I'll just I got a chair here. Oh. I've got a good book. I'll start a little fire, Arco. You can tell me the story. Oh yes, that would be perfect. Thank you. Okay, go ahead. I got the fire going. Oh, oh, I can't come in. No, tell me the story. Oh, um, well, uh, listen, it's very good. No, I'm just kidding. Come on oh, in. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's like looking around outside to see if there's any like <laughs> evil doors trying to rob him. <laughs> he lets you in and the inside is even more ornate than the outside. Uh, yeah. You come face to face with... Actually, you give me a description of what album looks like. This is your your contact, your character. Uh, album is uh, sh- they're short even for dwarf standards. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, I think they're like I don't think they're very flashy. Like I think they wear pretty regular clothes. Okay. Um, but they have like uh, bold color choices. <laughs> oh, okay. Like they wouldn't necessarily go together. <laughs> I'm thinking like, uh, like a like a overalls that are like lime green. Yeah, with like a striped uh, sweater. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense to me. Okay, 
and like I don't think like paint on their cheek or something like they were just painting something it feels right to me yeah yeah <laughs> I like that all right Arco um this is a little bit weird I was actually just to go about to uh go to a funeral but that's okay I can skip it I don't like those anyways Arco <laughs> oh yes well you were going to wear that to a funeral well, this is my sadness clothes Oh, yes, of course. They're, uh, they're muted. It's muted lime green. <laughs> <laughs> muted lime green. <laughs> uh, I love this character. Uh, all right, yes. Um, so um, there's been a bit of a development in um, uh, uh, human uh, philosophy, we'll say. And you came all the way down here to tell me. I'm excited to hear about this, Arco. Uh, yes, well, um, so I have been, uh, I've been kicked out of the palace. Whoa! Yes. Uh, so I just, um... What did you write? Well, yes, so I, uh, I wrote, um, I wrote a book called, uh, Homosexuality. Cool. Uh, yes, it, uh, I thought, um, the thoughts in it were very, uh, provoking to those that, um, you know, the average, uh, man or the woman oh, in the yeah. city. Sounds super cool, Arco. Um... But I realized that not everybody was ready for it, and it meant that the pressure uh, of its release uh, led me to being kicked out by the prince. He wasn't very happy, that's all I have to say. Yeah, no, yeah, that, uh, I was in the same spot uh, just last week that something similar happened to me, Darko. Last week? Well, uh... Yep. But yeah, you know, here. we've all been there. Everyone's been there, you know. Uh, that really sucks. Uh, you can crash on my couch. Oh, uh, oh that's uh, perfect. What, what? You get the sense that this dwarf wasn't really listening to you. Okay. <laughs> it was like <laughs> pouring a drink. Um, uh, how is it uh, going in the guild? Oh, um, in my opinion... What, what, what's their opinion? <laughs> <laughs> I was wherever you want it to be. They okay, can, uh, I'm taking yeah. the reins now. Go for it. This place fucking sucks, Arco. I'm not going to lie. Oh. They're really uh, like coming it. down on what you're allowed to write and publish. They're uh, they're really busting my, must busting my vagina oh. all about it. I didn't really take them as an authoritarian uh, system, but... I well, I mean, ever since this guy came... Oh, I won't tell you all about the whole 13 parties and shenanigans. Oh. Yeah, there's, there's politics afoot, Arco. I'm trying to stay out of it, but it's happening. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Well, um, again, uh, thank you. Um. Did I use that expression right about uh, busting the genitals? Oh, uh, I guess so. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure. I don't use the expression myself. Oh, or is it busting my penis? Is that uh, busting no, my balls? No, I think it's the, it's the balls, yes. Oh, that's embarrassing for me, Arco. I am embarrassed. <laughs> no, um, it's... I'm going to go drown my sorrows by continuing my novel. All right. You just enjoy sitting on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Arco. I'll see you later. <laughs> You're just The tension here is <laughs> crazy. Oh. Um, I think, I think one more, one more little bit with, uh, the boy. Yeah. You guys haven't been, like, using any wishes also. No, no. 
This is another, you can use situation? wishes in social situations oh. um, to like get things that you want. By the way, sure. So you can always use them uh, as long as we're in a scene, which we always are. The green quarter. Yes. You're on the prison side. The camp side looks like what the green quarter looks like to the rest of the city. Uh, you're really happy that you didn't go over to the camp side. But you're in, it's like, not tents exactly, but they're like houses. They're like these little houses that you have to stay in. The whole place is almost completely pitch black. Mm -hmm. You get a lantern. Uh, and life here is a lot of foraging for food. There's something like 2,000 elfers in the green quarter. Okay. It's dirty and it's dark and it's horrible and it's depressing. Um, how long are you in here? How long am I in here? Yeah, because I think for uh, session two, we'll do a little time jump. Uh, I'd say like a month before he's like, fuck this, I gotta, no, less than that. Say a week. Before, a week. Uh, before he's like, I need to get the fuck out of here. He lasts a week. <laughs> All right. What have you been doing for this week? Crying. Crying. Okay, so you're known as Crybaby. You're known as Crybaby Bit. That's <laughs> went, what people call you. The first now. thing he went to is he went to his house and he was like, he placed a lunch and he went in the corner and was like, <laughs> You mean his corner? <laughs> his corner. All right, yeah. Uh, every now and then there's like a couple of dwarves come in with big pails full of slop that they yeah. throw onto the ground. That's your food. Yeah. First time he tries it, he vomits everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, cl classic prison stuff. And he, um, occasionally when people come to talk to him, he's kind of like, like around the end of the week where he kind of stops crying constantly, he's really condescending to people and a bit of an asshole. Yeah, they don't really take that. You've definitely been stabbed. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> take a harm. And he doesn't like that. Nobody does. So he just kind of sits in the corner and like doesn't really talk to people, but in his head he's like, the, the very old, angry. The old guy from the cart mm -hmm. has definitely taken to nourishing you as you cry uh, bringing you food I appreciate that oh Sonny you're still still crying <laughs> oh I got your slop it's uh greenish brown today is this the old guy from before yeah what is it? Hey, thank you thank um, you this is why you respect your elders okay and Willie scoops it up and he's like <laughs> Yeah, District 9 vibes. <clears throat> On the seventh day that you're here, mm -hmm. you see something that... How hopeless have you become? Very hopeless. He's... Okay, he's take, a, really, take a mental affliction. He's been like... Like, he's he's contemplated suicide before he's done here. A lot have killed themselves. Yes. Um, this is the day... Like, this is the week after um, the day. Like, there's like a day every month or two mm -hmm. where... They have all the carts come in. It's not a constant, not a constant thing. Yeah. And day three was the worst. Day three was when you really, the stench of corpses really started to get to you because uh, so many people had killed themselves. Mm -hmm. This is a horrible conditions. On the seventh day, there is something that gives you hope and it's an individual. It's an elfer dressed in this long purple coat and this hat, right? And it's 
finely, freshly pressed. Uh, it looks good on them. It's fitted for them. And you had no idea that there could possibly be an elf in here. Mm-hmm. Or an elf. That could get respect. But this person has it. This person's obviously not from here. They're from somewhere else in the city. This elf is walking around with a saber, commanding different elves to do certain things with this like authoritative tone and a smile on their face, uh, telling them to assemble in certain lines so they can get equal rations, right? Just keeping everything in, in line. But I want you to roll uh, impressions, please. Yeah. Your soul. You want to be this person. What does your soul sound like? Ooh, describe soul to me. Soul is your emotion, your emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're being able to connect with other people in a meaningful way. Your need for romance or love. Ooh, that's a good one. What should the voice be? I think a pretty happy one. Happy. A really happy, upbeat person. Yeah. A little bit loud, kind of like, oh, that is fucking sick. Yeah. Okay. okay, he's going to be a silly little guy. Hmm. Look at that guy. He looks incredible. He looks so handsome. He does. I could be him. You want to be him? Yes. I want to be him. I want to be him. He looks great. He wants to be you? No. <laughs> you want to be him, Margaret? I would love to be him. How do we become him? How do we become him? Should I don't know that him? part, but you know what I do know, Backer? You know what I do know? Yeah. You want to be him. I want to be him. You want to be him. I walk up to this. Alfred. Uh, it, mm, you do that and they point a sword at you. Oh. Like, all right, step back. No, I'm just wondering how you got that position. But uh, the clothing, it's very nice. I, they were given to me by the Plazurian Guard. Uh, how do you, how'd you get that job? Oh, I see. Yes, I see. Yes, I yes. see. Okay. Oh, drop and give me ten. Okay. And so he's gonna drop and give ten. I'm gonna say that that's a one guts. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Because my guy's my guy's guts. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. All I'm right. Quite, quite physically fit. All right. Come over here. Oh yes. He walks over. They're examining you and your body. Huh. What's What's wrong with you? You have no. You're missing no fingers. You, no. I'm you look like you can work. Fit. Yes. Why are you here? Uh, 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 well, I need to know if there's anything wrong with uh, you, if I'm going to send an agent. It's nothing physical. It's nothing physical. It's I was found spiritually guilty for infertility. He's like, he, he's like, I was found guilty for infertility, although that is not true. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and there's like another one saying, that's what I and he kind of laughs off quickly. He's like, <laughs> "All right, no, not you. No, okay, you're not part of the Turbo Team." Uh, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, Coco Tobacco. Coco. Yes. That's I a was... fall. What's a fall? Far fall for. I was husband number one. It was not a good fall. Oh. Hot diggity damn! You're probably. Dying in here. Yes, I am. Oh, you're a rich boy. Very much so. You're a pretty, you're a a little silver spoon baby. Well, where where did you gentlemen come from? Uh, I came from the mountains. I came from the Teakwood clan. Uh, And this is, this is, this is my friend, Albert 
stone ch- chomper. That's me. Go <laughs> What did you want to jump? How many did you stone chomper? I killed rocks. <laughs> Can I get an impression of him? The 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 stone chomper is a dwarf. <laughs> it's an elf and a dwarf. Oh, okay. Never mind. No, you know, you can still get an impression okay, of what dwarf. version of stone chomper. <laughs> I kill rocks. It <laughs> guts. I think he chewed rocks. <laughs> But I'm not sure. He says he killed rocks. He may have killed them with chewing. <laughs> I want him to chew on my nipples. <laughs> he blushes a little bit. Okay. <clears throat> that's, that's it for your guts. Sometimes they're not going to be helpful. Yeah. I like the funny dialogue anyways. <laughs> yeah, so basically... The, this this elfer explains that they're part of the Plazurian Guard, mm-hmm. and they're going to send an agent to you tomorrow. Oh! To come see if you're actually fit for the job. Right. And they, this elf puts their hand on your shoulder and say, What did you say your name was again? Backer? Backer. You, you can call me Backer, because tobacco is a bit of a weird name. All right, you can call me Teak. Teak. I'm Poppy Teakwood. I'll be seeing you around, perhaps. Uh, yes. Hope you enjoy your time. In the military. Oh. Yeah, I will. Compared to this place? (laughs) Definitely. Because you're going into the humbug. This is Riley. I just wanted to say really quick while you guys are listening to this sick outro that Stina and I mixed and mastered all by ourselves. Uh, absolutely love this song. But I just wanted to say that um, we're going to be trying to release an episode every week. Um, you may not get one every week, so if you don't get one, just expect it on the same day next week. I don't know what that day is. Whenever this goes up, that is the day of the week that we're going to try and post it every single week. And... Um, yeah, anyways, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed this episode. There's a lot more to come, and this is just the beginning of, I think, the greatest campaign we've probably ever done. So um, I appreciate y'all for listening, and uh, I'll see you next time. Let's turn that shit up. <laughs>